apologizes for her rendition of the national anthem and it's pretty genius welcome back to the podcast everybody ryan ferran here and we are talking about fergie and the national anthem she sang at the nba all-star game here in los angeles at staples center over the weekend the reaction came in fast and furious especially on twitter people weighing in as they instantaneously do they were not pleased with her version of the national anthem so everyone of course let their opinion be known and she was trending on twitter very fast so a day later she issues an apology and i think it was a really really smart move so her apology was not an actual statement at least i can't find one i was looking for one but she did talk to tmz and let me read her apology what she told TMZ, quote, I've always been honored and proud to perform the national anthem, and last night I wanted to try something special for the NBA. I'm a risk taker artistically, but clearly this rendition didn't strike the intended tone. I love this country and honestly tried my best. So that was, in essence, her apology, and I think it really nailed it. Why did she have to do this? Well, everyone, (laughs) again, was piling on about her rendition. Everyone had their opinion. Even on the telecast on TNT, Charles Barkley weighed in, and obviously this did not help uh, her trending on Twitter. Take a listen to this. Charles Barkley, what? Did we talk about Fergus Haslapin? Oh, stop. Don't do that. Don't do that to my Fergie. Leave it alone. <laughs> Fergie, I love you. It was different. It was sexy. I yeah, like it. right. It was different. Leave it alone. I needed a cigarette after that. Yeah, leave it alone. <laughs> so that's the guys on TNT. Charles Barkley taking shots there. That Shaquille O'Neal was the other one saying, leave it alone. She's from Southern California, the former Black Eyed Peas singer. She's from Hacienda Heights. So that did not help. Um, but again, her apology I thought was really, really good, and I think it was a genius move. She, she talked about how she was honored to do it. She tried something different. So she didn't make excuses, but she tried to explain herself, which I think she did, talking about her being a risk taker artistically. And the rendition she went for didn't strike the intended tone. She didn't hit her mark. So she didn't make the excuses, which we all hate in apologies and shouldn't be done. We didn't hear that she was sick. She didn't have enough time to rehearse. Uh, The setup was not what she was expecting. Her earpiece went out. We didn't hear any of that stuff, which drives us nuts. She just said, I went went and took a risk. I blew it. It's not what I intended. I love this country, and I honestly tried my best. Isn't that what we teach our kids? Isn't that what we want people to do if they find themselves in this situation? Explain yourself, what were you thinking so we can understand? No excuses, and she tried her best. So that's why from a public relations standpoint, I think 
her offering that apology, and she first did that through TMZ, was a very, very high-level, smart public relations strategy and move. I don't even know if she was thinking about it from a strategic standpoint, but it comes off as genius. Because now the narrative a day later about her national anthem at the All-Star Game has shifted. People are taking to Twitter, defending her, telling her she doesn't need to apologize. I saw one tweet that was saying, oops, now I feel really bad. You know, saying what they probably said, bashing her, and now Fergie releases the apology, and so people are feeling bad. So the narrative has shifted. She took over the narrative. She grabbed it back. She is the story, and now she takes control of it. If she wouldn't have released a statement, if she wouldn't have offered an apology, she could not gain back the narrative. So now, Shot at Redemption is there. She's, of course, going to get another big-time NBA All-Star game, Super Bowl weekend, something like that. Big game where she's going to have a chance to sing the national anthem again. She's an amazing singer. She's going to crush it. And her redemption story, because she offered this apology and took over the narrative, is going to be amazing. Everyone's going to love it. They're rooting for her now. Instead of everyone bashing her, they're going to say, oh, she feels terrible. She had to offer an apology. And she owned it. Whether right or wrong, and, you know, I'm not a musician or an artist, but it's just interesting that, you know, artists take risk. They, they do these sort of things. They need to be creative, or you sound just like everybody else. So you understand it. So if she didn't offer an apology, you would, you would get it, but she did. She was very humble and vulnerable, and those are all really good traits from a public relations standpoint to take when you find yourself in a situation like this. When social media blows up, tells you, you know, you butchered the national anthem, that's our country's song. So her reaction to it, I think, was a great move from a PR standpoint. And hopefully um, everyone settles down and can uh, at least learn from this, especially from a PR perspective, because I thought it was a really good move. And I think a lot of people can learn from her approach to apologizing, her PR strategy, again, if there w was one, but it, it was good. No excuses, did explain herself though so people get an understanding of what she was doing, talked about how honored and thrilled she was to be doing the national anthem, how much she loves her country, and really took responsibility, zero excuses, and now she owns the narrative, she regained control of the story, and it's very smart. So will she be <laughs> mentioned in the likes of Roseanne Barr, who actually weighed in on this? And um, wow, Roseanne Barr, let me see if I can pull up her tweet. She said something, you know, basically comparing it to hers. If you remember 1990 baseball game, she did a comedic version, which was, you know, pretty offensive and mentioned uh, among the worst of all time. Yeah, and that goes on and on, and we don't need to listen anymore. But so Roseanne even chimed in, and that that was not good. And we all remember Carl Lewis. And the Rockets, red flag. Uh oh, I'll make up for it now. Yeah. 
Uh-oh is right. So anyway, a lot can be learned from the Fergie apology. I think she nailed it, did a good job. And what she has going for her that Carl Lewis and Roseanne Barr did not was she offered that apology and she has a much much better voice she does have an amazing voice it's just her style was what really kind of got to people so anyway that is my thoughts on Fergie and why her apology was genius for more of my podcast you can check me out on pod beans and in iTunes I also have a somewhat related blog post on my blog ryanprferran.blogspot.com has a lot of views and it is titled why the nfl has gone insane and its protest horribly wrong from a pr perspective so we talk about the national anthem and the players taking a knee and the nfl's approach and all of that stuff so i uh, put a lot of time into that blog post and give some explanations from a PR perspective why the NFL kind of dropped the ball on that big time and um, there's some good lessons in that as well and that's on my blog Ryan prforan.blogspot.com thanks again for taking the time to listen to this podcast today please subscribe if you would like and you can also subscribe to my blog Ryan prforan.blogspot.com sign up for the email list whenever we post you'll get a quick email telling you about the post and a link to click it thanks again everyone appreciate it until next time ryan Ferran, and we'll see you soon